1: And as always, thank you so much for hanging out with us today as we dive into another spooky movie. And this time we're switching it up a little bit. You know, that schedule of ours that you guys just got used to. It's different (laughs) this month.
2: (laughs) Gotcha. (laughs)
1: Surprise, bitch. I bet you thought you'd seen The Last of Us not (laughs) knowing what was happening. But here we are again. Uh, April Fool's (laughs) kind of.
2: Yeah, like Kinda not sort April of. Fool's on the schedule switch, like that's for real, but like April yeah. Fool's to you thinking you had our schedule down. You
1: right. Feel? You thought, you but thought. we <laughs> we did decide to do a little switcheroo again because we got a little bit off schedule. That's not true. March was on schedule. We just did things a little bit differently and therefore didn't have a Discord decides.
2: Right right and that's not right like we can't have a we can't not do the discord decides like it's a very important part of our whole shebang at this point and so we would have felt remiss to take that away from the uh from the discord homies
1: yeah because that would have meant you guys would have had basically had to wait two months to be able to pick our next episode because you wouldn't have had one in march and you would have had to wait till the end of april so instead we decide to flip the script and have the very first episode of april be decided by the discord homies the power they hold can truly
2: because they get another one at the end of the month too the power
1: that they (laughs) hold and if you want to hold that if you want to wield that power you should join our discord the link for that is in our social media bio nice (laughs) nice but yeah, I mean, when this episode gets released, we just missed April Fool's. Like, mm-hmm. we were just just touching the tip of April Fool's. Weren't quite there, but we're not too far off. So, we kind of wanted to play with that theme. And we decided we wanted to make the theme of this month down to clown.
0: Mm-hmm
2: which is terrifying because I hate clowns. I truly do. Mm. Even as a full grown adult, not a big fan of clowns.
1: Well, and you know what the thing is? I don't think I've ever been afraid of clowns. I just don't think I ever quite understood the appeal of clowns.
2: Hmm. Okay. Okay. For me, it's just like they're they're off putting like I don't I don't disrespect the craft because I think a a lot of work goes into clowning. So like don't take that the wrong way. Like if you clown and if you are down the clown, Mm -hmm. if you're good at clowning, good for you. Like I I actually do fully support you. Mm -hmm. It's just the whole universe of clown is just a little bit off putting for me.
1: Right. It's like because yes there's a whole clown academy you have to go to school to be a professional clown mm-hmm. i think steve went to school to be a professional clown oh okay mm-hmm. a little trivia for you guys um <laughs> but yeah no it's like uh, uh, it's very much an art is very much a skill um that you have to study for so it's it's definitely like a cool thing like i completely understand why people would want to be clowns and i also understand why some kids find joy (laughs) in clowns right uh because i'm not gonna lie i was down with molly from the big comfy couch that's a clown that's That's a a clown i'll stand by
2: that's a pretty cool clown
1: that's a good clown i'll ride or die for molly and you know what to some degree i'll put down for ronald like
2: okay okay you know what fair enough fair enough
1: there are certain clowns that get passes for me i am i i i, I appreciate them and i see them in a certain light
0: well, i suppose
1: <laughs> <laughs> i suppose but for the most part i don't remember ever just seeing a clown bebopping into town with the circus and thinking that's funny, like I, I don't think i've ever yeah. I don't think I ever felt ever felt that way. I never had a clown at a birthday party. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think I just missed the train for it, but I will say i was I've never been so enamored with clowns as the people in our movie that' we're covering where they're like into awe, and they think these clowns are the funniest things they've ever seen.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. They are just, like, entranced by these clowns. Yeah. Like, the smallest thing that they do is the most incredible thing in the world to these people.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, I love that for them. I love that everybody is so happy. <laughs> yeah. Is so happy for this. Um, and, but... like, cl-
2: and, like, also clowns, too. I'm happy they exist just because, like, it's... At its core, right, it's just a thing that's supposed to be there to bring people happiness. Mm-hmm. And so, like in that regard, I, I, I definitely respect it. Mm-hmm. I think just like it takes a certain kind of person to either get into clowning or like to be like really enjoy clowns, you know. And like I just feel like for somebody like me, who is like for most of the day kind of dead inside, I feel like clowns just don't really fit my mm-hmm. my mo. However. <laughs> however i think for those people out there that just you know want to laugh at some physical comedy just want to relax let somebody entertain them clowns are a good thing they
1: Mm -hmm. are i will say too i'm just also not a fan of like full face paint i Mm. don't like when people's entire faces are covered in paint Mm -hmm. um i prefer a clown that shows some skin (laughs) Okay. <laughs> let me see that. Scandalous let me see clowns. that fresh face. I love a fresh face. <laughs> cl- I love a fresh faced clown. That's why I like Molly. Cause she just had the freckles, she mm-hmm. had the nose, mm-hmm. and then she said, You'll see me as I am. And I I like that. Ronald gets a pass because he gives me chicken nuggets. But that's, that's I, the thing. He he, yeah.
2: he feeds us.
1: He feeds us. And I've never met the man in per- I've never met him in person. I don't know how I'd feel (laughs) if he strolled up on the scene. But, uh, you know, I can look at him and it's cool or whatever. But, yeah, it's um, clowns are, I think, ripe for horror because it's a thing that's meant to be innocent and kind of entertaining for kids. Anything that is like that, dolls, clowns, um, like kids toys. I, mm. I feel like are very easy to take and flip on their head because they're meant to be meant to bring you joy and i yeah. think anything that's meant to bring you joy is very 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 easy to say but what if it didn't mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then it's, it's that creepy.
2: contrast because that's the mm-hmm. biggest thing for me too is like seeing clowns in places where clowns shouldn't be that's when i get a little you know uh, uh trembly in my in my seat yeah. is like i want to see a clown in a forest that's not a place where i want right. to see a clown
1: no, no, no. Wobbly legs immediately. And you know what's crazy? If killer clowns what took place post-2016 when all those like random clown sightings were happening, oh, they God. would have been taking this a lot more seriously. <laughs> like, yeah. This would have been a code red type of situation if this was a post-2016 world. But this is 1988. Yeah. And at this point in time, clowns still bring joy. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, when was John Wayne Gacy? That was the seventies.
2: Don't expose my my history knowledge <laughs> like this.
1: <laughs> I think that was prior to eighty eight, but um, we'll talk. We'll we'll. Uh, there's some there's some issues that I do see with this small town, so I'll I'll, mm-hmm. I'll I'll highlight those later. Um, but that being said, I'm interested to see because of your fear of clowns, despite this being technically horror comedy mm-hmm. um i am kind of dying to know where this will fall on your scare scale um because five is i'm running mm-hmm. five you're running from that clown one you're high-fiving that clown right. so on the scale where are you falling
2: ah uh, you know despite everything that was just being said i think i'm gonna put this at like a two out okay. of five because like here's the thing is these clowns look wise are quite intimidating quite Mm -hmm. imposing but their antics are actually quite funny so like i feel like the juxtaposition of what they're doing versus how they may look kind of tones things down and make and make them a little bit easier to um to watch so for me it wasn't too bad and i'm gonna leave it at like a two out of five
1: okay you know what? I'd agree with you there. I'd go with two out of five because, yeah, there's something very, very, very off about all of these clowns that every time that they're on screen, particularly when they open their mouths, mm-hmm. um, gives me the heebie-jeebies. But it's still like fun and cool to look at. There's a lot of tomfoolery occurring in this film. There is, however, one part of this movie that is really creepy to me that I think is what bumps it up from a one to a two. There's one scene in this that I'm like, that's nightmare fuel. Mm -hmm. And I think if it's your first time seeing it, you could definitely be like, oh, God, I didn't need to see that. So, yeah, that's what bumps it up to it, too. But I think that's probably the highest that this movie will cap for most people, unless you have like a debilitating fear of clowns. But if that's the case. I doubt you're checking for a movie called (laughs) Killer Clowns from Outer Space.
2: (laughs) True, true. But with that out of the way, it is about that time to start chit-chatting about these clowns from outer space. So, homies, we are entering into spoiler territory and you have been warned. But like we said, we are talking about Killer Clowns from Outer Space coming to us in 1988 from the minds of Stephen, Charles, and Edward Kyoto, starring Grant Kramer as Mike, Suzanne Snyder as Debbie, John Allen Nelson as Dave, Michael S. Siegel and Peter Lacasse as the Terenzi brothers, and John Vernon as Detective Mooney.
1: a big ass circus on the edge of town if you're gonna sneak up don't make a sound cause you might get snatched up by a clown cock candy up in your face they trying to wipe out the human race cocoon your ass up and take a taste better move fast no time to waste this whole town's gone to shit Debbie and Mike are over it Officer Dave can't take a hint Who'd have thought alien clowns exist this town's in a heap of trouble better get back up on the double for they do their little dance do their little juggle and carry you away in a big ass bubble what you gonna do with those pies boys take it down before you make a noise all they really want to do is destroy you didn't know humans were the favorite toys aim for the nose get a direct hit it's the only way you can prevent this and we have to hope this is the end of it so for now let's say roll credits rest in peace pooh bear all right so killer clowns from outer space This was your very first time watching this movie.
2: Yes, it was. Um, And very exciting, too, because I know there's like a cult following around this movie. It was just one that, you know, I don't necessarily check for the older horror films as much. So, like, I kind of missed the boat on this. Um, But I know a lot of people like this movie, especially the Discord homies, because when we were giving people the options, uh, people went crazy when we said that this was one of them.
1: Yeah, very much excitement. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met anyone who didn't like this movie, to be fair, who has seen it. And also, too, I must say the trailer for this movie is a delight. Like, mm-hmm. it's so much fun. It's just as fun as the movie. So I know when this movie first came out, it wasn't super successful. But at the same time, I think it was just um, a little out of the box, a little bit unexpected, a little odd <laughs> for um. so I could understand why maybe people were not running to the theaters to see this but Mm. it has charm that i think is what holds it up throughout these years and practical effects that really really hold it up throughout the years
2: that's true that's true
1: um which by the way the kyoto brothers it makes sense that there's so many practical effects in this movie because that's kind of their, like, bread and butter. They did, uh, like, claymation work for Pee-wee's Big Adventure. They worked on Critters, Ernest Scared Stupid, Team America World Police. And I think most recently, the Marcel, the, sh- the shell with shoes on. I think they did some work for that movie, too.
2: <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I know. Like all three of them have a whole background in production, yeah. um, which I think instilled this love of film with them because they've all they've always been artistic from their own words. Um, but like their different avenues of the industry are what kind of led them into the place necessary to make this kind of film
1: yeah yeah and thank you for that because (laughs) i think it's just a a delight of a film but like i said since this was your very first time watching it Mm -hmm. i would like to know roshane what is in your notebook all
2: right well the absolute first thing in my notebook was i do love me a good original theme song and (laughs) this movie i mean come on the, the, the theme song is it's a little cheesy i'm not going to lie mm-hmm. but in the best possible way for this film like it just really gets you into the mood very very quickly
1: yeah it's definitely like giving the the ramones that like i don't want to be buried in a pet (laughs) cemetery it's like that same thing where it's just the name of it is basically the chorus Mm -hmm. and then they build the song off of that but it it is a it's like a really fun way to start the movie because it's just hearing the theme song it has that fun like opening Mm -hmm. to the song and then you jump into small town shenanigans
2: And from my understanding, the song was performed by the Dickies. However, they had not seen anything related to the movie when they recorded the song, which I think is kind of fun that it was just like they had the concept and they're like, all right, cool. We got it. Killer Clown song. Let's go.
1: With, to be fair, it's like you kind of don't need to know what the movie was about. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you hear a killer class yeah. matter space and you kind of make your own. <laughs> Whatever you can think of is probably about in line with mm-hmm. with what what they ended up saying. Um, so, yeah, it, it definitely works, though. It's a really fun. I feel like it sets the tone for exactly what is in store. It doesn't yeah. take itself too seriously. It's just a fun little way of pulling you in. It's really like cartoony and it kind of starts in this sci-fi way where you have this shot of the clouds and everyone's names are popping up and then as soon as the title screen pops up you're in cartoon world almost right which i love though so i will
2: say like right after that note one of my first like plot notes was the idea of a make out point is honestly really wild isn't it
1: <laughs> i my my first note is do make out points still exist
2: <laughs> <laughs> like do they genuine question
1: do they because it's still i mean i don't think modern cinema or tv ever really utilizes a makeout point as in a set location that every single teenager knows about and goes mm-hmm. to make out at unless it's set in the past because i do know yeah. that those things were popular at one point um right. i guess protect Potentially, especially for small towns, um but this is like this makeup point is cracking, mm-hmm. everybody there. we got eight sit like seven, <laughs> eight, nine, ten cars lined yeah, up side by side are by side,
2: stacked, stacked
1: like uh, basically, right next to each other, knock on the window and make sure your homie's good, kind of <laughs> stacked next to each other. It's wild
2: yeah, and I just feel like the pretense of that has got this. I feel like nowadays, right, especially with where society is now, it just feels kind of weird, this idea where it's like, I can't imagine now being like, hey, partner or person that I'm seeing, you want to go to make out point for yeah. a hangout session? Because I just like, it puts, it, I feel like it just puts so much pressure, especially on like the girl too, right? Where it's just like, you're going to this place where the idea is we're going here right. to get frisky. Um, But what if they don't want to, you know what I mean?
1: Uh, My assumption, I've never been taken to a makeout point, which (laughs) in this movie, it's called Top of the World is what theirs Mm -hmm. is called. My assumption is that surely, I hope, I know that this is not the case. But at least in this movie, it's played that both parties that go there have the understanding that they're going to top of the world specifically to get a little frisky and to get away from prying eyes and why by parking right next to another couple who's also (laughs) getting frisky um because really the only people that we see that aren't down to aren't down to clown at top of the world are the two girls that roll up with the Terenzi brothers because that is not what they agreed to they agreed to free ice cream and that's it and so they kind of put put their foots down rightfully so and go away. But even even like Mike and Debbie, mm-hmm. first of all, I don't know why they're making out in a blow-up raft inside raft. of the car. <laughs>
0: <laughs> a strange.
1: Um, but also too, they're not, it doesn't feel like they went there to make out.
2: Yeah, it's more of like they they were kind of on like a date that yeah. was also open to a makeout session where it's like they more went there to kind of spend time with each other go look at the stars maybe have like a romantic night sip champagne Um, yeah but it's like but it's also kind of like the the hangout spot where i guess like saying it out loud maybe there's just like a if you both agree to go to this place it's kind of like an unwritten like all right we're both cool with this like we're cool with the idea of this um but i just i don't know it just feels like such a foreign idea now I'm not Mm -hmm. sure why.
1: Yeah, because I just don't think, I I don't really think that there are necessarily low. I feel like people are just a little bit more, unless you're super duper comfortable with someone, nobody's going to drive up into the middle of the woods with someone and be (laughs) like, yeah, let's go make out. But at the point that you're like super duper comfortable with someone, I also don't think you necessarily need a make out point
2: yeah, people are just making out now. Like they're We're just, just doing out. it wherever they're located,
1: Guys, just make out wherever you want. <laughs> Why? just you don't even have to go. You don't have to do all that. but
2: free love, baby. Free love. Just fucking do it.
1: <laughs> do it. Where are you at home in the kitchen <laughs> while your family's cooking dinner? Make out. But, um, this kind of leads us into <laughs> basically right away the clowns touchdown and well uh, d- so debbie and mike want to go check it out right away
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they do experience it but before they go we do get to see an old man and his dog whose name is Pooh bear which is the fucking cutest name ever for a dog
2: it, it is the dog it's is adorable cute.
1: dog uh, is adorable heads up dog gets taken out <laughs> mm-hmm. we don't see what happens to the dog we know what happens to the dog but if it makes you feel any better he got turned into cotton candy
2: Yeah, so at least it's like a cute death. Dog death's all the same, but...
1: Yeah, but dogs love food so
2: <laughs> and he was a sweetheart so he's and a he was a little bit sweeter sweet-
1: now oh <laughs> and he was a sweet boy but i did write a little note that this whole section with the old man is like such a roller coaster of emotions because first he gets there and he's like i love the circus and then his dog gets taken and he's like where'd that dog go <laughs> and then he's ready to just bust the whole place down and he's like where's my Pooh bear and he cries he electrocutes himself and then after he electrocutes his hands a giant, like seven foot tall clown walks up to him, and the man starts smiling, and then he gets killed.
2: <laughs> that farmer had an entire one man show within <laughs> yeah. this movie. It's kind of incredible.
1: Yeah, it's it's like a wild. He has a whole plethora of emotions within this one scene. It
2: could have been a short film by itself.
1: <laughs> it really could have cuz yeah, he hits every every single like form of grief, denial, anger. <laughs> What's it, like the the seven steps to acceptance or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what the old man went through. And yeah. you know what? i i feel like at least he went out on a on a good note because like <laughs> i said he was smiling when the clown rolled up because i think he he really like he talked about it the whole time he was like i love circuses yeah. <laughs> i love clowns oh, this is great
2: and like also too the ship is a circus tent which yeah is a great choice i mean it's the only choice but a great choice nonetheless
1: Yeah, but it's interesting because I, so it's been, I've seen this movie before, but it has been a while. Mm -hmm. And I remember it being the circus tent for basically the whole movie, but it's not. It Mm -hmm. doesn't end up being the circus tent the entire time. It's just more of the start. And then I think the clowns realize that a giant circus tent in the middle of the woods is not super inconspicuous. And so then they like, (laughs) they make some moves to change. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we start off with a huge circus tent. Um, By the time that Debbie and Mike get there, they go inside. It's giving very art like Are You Afraid of the Dark set and just lots of colorful hallways. Mm -hmm. And it's smart because uh, this movie obviously didn't have the hugest budget, but they utilize it well because a lot of these halls are obviously the same hall, just reused and repurposed. Right. Uh, But they have these little elevator things that turn and take you quote-unquote, to new rooms. Mm -hmm. And I think by utilizing those, it gives the illusion that this spaceship is full of endless halls when really it's that same hall. (laughs)
2: Yeah, no, true. But even with it being the same hall, the set is very, very fun, especially the circus tent um, Mm -hmm. set. Like, it's a lot of fun being in there. It's always fun to see what weird, wacky room it will turn into next and, like, what kind of twisted... Um, scenario we're going to see because because like you never really know it's ev- everything is like it's circus like it's clown like but then when you look a little bit deeper you start seeing the nefarious part of it like uh, right. one example being all the cotton candy that is strewn about um once you find out what is actually inside the cotton candy
1: right and they unveil one of the guys that stuck in a co- and stuck in cotton candy who ends up being somebody that mike knows and he has a gummy bear face it's all shiny and red and mm-hmm. it looks sticky he looks like can <laughs> he does look like candy i was like oh he looks like a gummy bear kind of or like he's made of gummy bears because they're not cotton candy the people don't get turned into cotton candy. They're cocooned in cotton candy, which yeah. I guess kind of melts them
2: Yeah, I think down. that's like the MO for a lot of their stuff, because like the cotton candy melts them down. Like later on, we have the pie that like melts people <laughs> apparently as well. Yeah,
1: which is the way that I'd like to go.
2: <laughs> Melted by pie. If I
1: had a choice, yeah, I'd love death by as pie. As long as
2: the pie was actually tasty, I think I'd be less upset. Like, yeah, as long as it was, you know, some good... High high-quality whipped cream, I'd be all right with it.
1: I, I agree. Yeah, I don't... And if it was just whipped cream pie, I think I'd be upset. But it looked like there were some other types of pie. Like, there was, like, a berry pie. and mm-hmm. there, There's a couple different ones, and I was like, mm, it's not the worst way to go. Death by
2: pastry. Yeah, I dig yeah, it.
1: it. It's not, It's at the top of my list. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, it, like, a lot of the stuff that they use... I mean, there's so many different ways that they kill people in this, which we will get into. But the main thing that they do is bring these people back to be cocooned in the cotton candy to kind of store as food for later on. And it's just throughout the movie, you don't see anybody get snacked on until way later in the movie, but it gives this feeling like they're going to literally eat them like cotton candy, but Mm -hmm. they don't. They, they drink, which I don't know if this is how it's always going to go or if my man's just thirsty. (laughs) But he sticks, he sticks one of those really long crazy straws inside the cotton can. He, (laughs) he knocks on it to check it's, to check it's uh smushy factor, I suppose.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Sticks a crazy straw in it and then sucks through it. Presumably blood comes out but yeah. it satisfies him like he's like that's the, that's the stuff
2: <laughs> i feel like it's definitely giving very much spider like cocooning your yeah. victim and then like sucking out their insides i guess um So I will say the crazy straw makes it fun. And I do kind of miss those straws. Like, I wish we still had those. I'm sure you can find them. But like, I wish they were as popular as they used to be.
1: Yeah, I love a crazy straw. I feel like crazy straws only really get utilized for like events now. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, bachelor party. Let's pull out the dick straws and they're like crazy (laughs) straws and stuff. But, yeah, I love a good crazy straw. And this one is insane. Now, granted, it would take you about two and a half minutes before the drink ever touched your lips. But the process, (laughs) I think the process (laughs) is worth it. Um, But, yeah, he slurps it up. And then he is absolutely full to the brim, Mm -hmm. gives us a good burp and waddles off. And so so I guess that that blood is if that's what you can call it we don't know i don't know if it's blood or if it's cotton candy human juice
0: right but
1: whatever it it is people (laughs) whatever it is it looks good and he it gives him like the shit that he needed (laughs) that's all i'll say for him (laughs) that's
2: true oh you know you know what i would love to have a like a crazy straw for though what's that today's sponsor some magic mind because that it would be it would be very fun to drink those tiny little magic elixir bottles with one of those ginormous
1: outrageous crazy straws yeah yeah it would it would and it like and that wouldn't take you two and a half minutes that would be <laughs> that would be fun to to watch it but it would be a quick like whoop, and then you have it get your little boost your caffeine boost for the day and mm-hmm. keep it moving and have a little fun have true, a little fun along true. the way which I mean, they're fun also. Magic Mind is a perfect size for a shot. So mm-hmm. if you want to just throw it back, it's perfect for that as well. Crazy Straw would be great utilization for me um, <laughs> because <laughs> I prefer to drink things with a straw or mixed into something, which is what I do with Magic Mind. I mix it into milk uh, mm-hmm. and make a latte or you can mix it in my seltzer water and make like a sparkling Sparkling caffeinated beverage
2: Mm, very tasty uh, Or you could be like me and be kind of boring just shooter that stuff along with your morning coffee um, I do think they pair very well and then the energy boost that you get from it is very nice um, The magic mind really helps out with like brain fog and like clarity and focus and like I feel like for me it really counteracts the jitters that I'll sometimes get from coffee um, Because it kind of mellows me out and keeps me centered mm-hmm. Um, So I just really enjoy that pairing together and would definitely recommend.
1: Yeah, same. I uh, like starting my day out with Magic Mind as a substitute caffeine boost instead of coffee because I usually just don't reach for coffee first thing in the morning. But I will say that it's a great caffeine boost even in the middle of the day because it's not going to keep you up all night Mm -hmm. and i think that's the one thing about you getting tired throughout the day and you may be wanting coffee but you don't want to drink it too late because you don't want to be up all night this can be had any time throughout the day to still give you that focus and that caffeine boost that you're looking for and that stress relief without worrying that as a result of doing that or taking that whenever you did you're going to be buzzing all night yeah Um, it's a great quick fix and i definitely think that similarly to this clown who <laughs> who like i said after drinking that was like ah that's the stuff i usually felt like that after drinking my magic mind in the in the morning or in the middle of the day i felt good i felt focused and i felt like i had the energy to take care of anything that i needed to do within the next few hours
2: and also unlike the clown it's not made out of people juice it is all natural ingredients so
1: a very important uh, clarification
2: (laughs) and because all of the ingredients are all natural you know that the stuff that you are consuming is good for your body so
1: exactly and with ingredients like uh, turmeric and ashwagandha you can feel good about what you're putting in and get a more natural boost so if that sounds like something that you homies would be interested in, then you can use our code, HOMIESOFHORROR, for 20% off of your order. Again, that is HOMIESOFHORROR, H-O-M-I-E-S-O-F-H-O-R-R-O-R, or you can just go ahead and use our link that is www.magicmind.co slash HOMIESOFHORROR. Thank you again, Magic Mind, for the sponsor. Thank you, homies, for your support. And I hope that you guys enjoy this. Like that clown. I just can't. I'm sorry. I'm stuck on the fact this clown. <laughs> I might have to just post it on our social media the way that this clown like. The way that any of these clowns enjoy what's going on. I right. hope that's how much you enjoy the Magic Mind, because they are having a day. Well, can a we day. Can we- <laughs>
2: Can we just like for a second talk about these clowns and kind of just like them in general and like their design and some of their antics? Because like, <laughs> like mentioned earlier in the episode, the clowns themselves are very off-putting. Like the way that they're designed, I feel like yeah. one, they're like made to look very large like i feel like every single one of these clowns outside of like a select couple seem like they're like six to seven feet tall they have these giant heads like all of their their like hands and feet are very much like comically large yeah Um, they got big old bellies yeah the big old bellies but then like they have all these like wrinkles and then like a lot of their makeup is kind of like somewhat off in terms of like whether it's like kind of like sweating mm-hmm. off or just kind of like runny um they just they look creepy Just yeah a, no no other way to say it they look creepy however they, look they do so many like cute little antics which is like a very funny juxtaposition
1: plus they can't they speak a land language i think mm-hmm. is what my closed captioning called it and so it's always like better better like whenever they <laughs> make noises and talk but and yeah. they also
2: saunter too they never really they run do. they always do that little slow walk to
1: everything uh, they've taken their time they said they gonna wait for me in this town and you know what everybody does because they by the end of this movie they've basically taken out the entire town <laughs>
0: It's so true. Um,
1: it's actually wild how many people we see in the spaceship by the end of it, because there's levels to it. It's not like mm-hmm. everybody's on the bottom floor. There's levels of cotton candy. But yeah, MDB
2: says like 40 deaths. That's what I says. I think it's low.
1: I think that's low. <laughs> I think we see 40 deaths, but if we were to imagine how many people all in all, I would think we'd be in the hundreds.
2: Maybe, maybe. If it's there's nothing else. Be. This town's population is reduced to the Twin like built. five we have left
1: absolutely dwindled and yeah i love these clowns design though i think jojo is like the smallest one Mm -hmm. and then uh you kind of go up in height from (laughs) from jojo there's what like five or six i think clowns that we get to kind of hang out with for the majority and they are just clowning around i mean they really are they are having a good old time Mm -hmm. they love killing people and it's fun because everything that they do is silly. So it feels kind of fun when everybody dies. Like you're you're just in it. You're along for the ride. It's really almost exciting to see what their next method is going to be of taking somebody out. Because we see like a hand puppet. That's uh, my favorite one. one. It, I
2: love that one.
1: The hand puppet one is, is one of my favorites. Mainly because the actor clearly was told not to speak and so can only react visually <laughs> and it's the looks on his face that that really that really give it to me in that one i think my favorite is the invisible car <laughs>
2: Oh, that's a good one, too.
1: I think that one's my favorite, mainly because of the driver looking out of his car and seeing that the other car is invisible and going, what the? <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and then being like, go faster, go faster, like talking to himself to make his car go quicker and, <laughs> and then promptly driving off of a cliff.
2: Yeah, very, uh, very unfortunate, but very funny at the same very time. Good. And that's the thing. That's why I like the movie's not ever that scary, because everything just feels so kooky and wacky. Yeah. Um, very much in line with the theme of things, but still.
1: Yeah, I, it's it's interesting with this movie because it's played pretty earnestly. Like the movie itself is taking the... Subject matter seriously, seriously mm-hmm. but that's why it's funny because it's so ridiculous. It's never like there's never any tongue in cheek moments where they're like, Isn't this wild? Everything is played pretty straight. Yeah. It's just because of that. That's why it's funny. That's why it's inherently funny, which I do think, which is you can tell that it was purposeful. It's like you could tell that they knew that it was funny, but it was funny because it was almost like, what if this happened? Mm -hmm. And not like, wouldn't it be so crazy if this happened? Because I do think if they would have leaned more into like making fun of itself, I don't think this movie would be as fun as it is.
2: Yeah, that's true. But also having them be from outer space as well kind of cuts out the middleman of needing a reason for why they're doing what they're doing because they kind of get the predator pass where it's just they they arrive on the planet and they just decide we're going to kill you guys. That's what we feel like doing. That's our M.O., and who are we to say that that's not what they do you know right
1: <laughs> it's like okay yeah sure i think mike says because they're clowns like uh debbie asks, why popcorn and he says because they're clowns that's why i think that's the only reasoning that you need for anything in this true. Movie because they're clowns true because <laughs> that's basically it that makes sense that works that tracks for me and yeah a lot of these clowns are definitely the type of the look of them is not at all friendly. I, it's it's one of those things where if I saw these clowns, ain't no way I'm approaching it. You have that scene oh, with the little not. the little girl at, at the burger joint who starts to go towards the clown. Um, which I, to give her a pass, he did. He at least knew better than to open his mouth because, like I said, they have these crazy like sharp gnarly teeth Mm -hmm. and so when they open their mouth it's definitely something is wrong but he kept his mouth closed so he looked a little bit more inviting but still absolutely not
2: never never in any of my days would i go near these guys i'd be calling the police as many other people do Mm -hmm. but if i was in this town calling the police um I would be, I'd I'd be shit out of luck because uh, the person answering the phone, aka Detective Mooney, um, he's got—I don't know what he's got going on, but whatever it is, he needed to get through therapy for it because this man was just the worst (laughs) he was getting on my nerves the entire film he's
1: mad annoying he's got a superiority complex and he wants to use his power on everybody particularly the young people in this town he's very Mm -hmm. obviously has a huge dislike for the youth of this town regardless of if they're even doing anything wrong he's like ready to just throw everybody in jail just for walking Mm -hmm. through the streets apparently
2: yeah but holding like holding a bottle only th- of wine <laughs> not only that too though it does go that next step where like this man has like some violent feelings towards these kids where oh, yeah. it's like he's he's liter- at some point in the movie he literally says to one of the clowns granted but one of the clowns who he assumes is a like teenager pranking him he says i should shoot you right now which i don't is something you should be saying um to the youth of your of your small town sir
1: and i thought to myself uh officer mooney perhaps you need to be a little bit more worried about all the missing children in this (laughs) fucking town because there is like 20 kids on a missing poster behind his desk and i'm like for a small town that seems like a lot of missing kids so maybe (laughs) you should buckle down (laughs) and solve some cases instead of worrying yourself about these teenagers who are maybe causing you a little bit of a ruckus but like what else are you doing literally what else are you doing you're chilling the man doesn't leave the station the whole fucking (laughs) night he's just hanging out and is just mad
2: but like even even at even if all of this is is true and like that's just his thing, at what point do you kick into action? Because like he at uh, at one point in the film has the entire town calling, calling him. him about these clowns and he is so prideful, so convinced that he's being pranked that he is ignoring the pleas and cries of the entire town instead of going out to help it's like bro at what point does your brain go perhaps may chance this is no longer a prank
1: right it's like you really think you think that people care about you enough you think people are even thinking about you enough that they all banded together to play a prank you think on
2: the Torenzi brothers have enough clout to get the entire, entire town to
1: play a into prank? a
2: single prank? Come
1: on, on a now. Police officer dog. Even the adults, even all of the adults, they they took their time out of their busy night to play a prank <laughs> to, on, on you. Officer Mooney Baby, come on. And yeah, he's just, he's useless for the whole movie. He's just, he is really just there to be that small town cop who's non-believing. Because we mm-hmm. do have another cop who is believing. So he's yeah. really just there to be like the, the foil um, to that.
0: And we saw this shooting star and we decided to go
2: look for it. But instead of finding the shooting star, we saw this, this circus tent. And that's when we went inside. And that is when we saw those people in those, those pink cotton candy cocoons.
0: Dave, it was not a circus tent. It was something else. What? What? It was a spaceship, and there was these things, these, uh, the, uh, killer clowns, and, and they, they shot popcorn at us. We barely got away. Killer clowns from outer space. Holy shit. Dave, we are telling you the truth. You've got to believe us. Let me tell you something, honey. I was just over there. There's nothing going on.
2: Excuse me, please, but we're talking to Dave. Yeah, just hold
0: on a second, Mooney. They say some people are dead. Let's hear them out. right, Dave. Okay. Clowns, cotton candy, flying popcorn. Go ahead. Let them make fools out of the police department. I told you, I was just over there. Who are you gonna believe, me and this little tramp? Now,
1: come on, Mooney.
0: I'm handling this, all right? All right, all right, Debbie. Who's your friend? Mike. We go to school together. You two were up at top of the world together? Yeah. I know you, you little fart.
1: Off of that note, I also love the, the drugstore owner who is like so... <laughs> who barely wants to speak up the whole time the clowns the clowns go in there literally just to throw shit on the ground like i really (laughs) don't know why the clowns are in there they're really eventually they buy you know bring stuff up to buy but when they're first in there they're just knocking everything off of the shelves and i love how he just is like no no please please stop wait no stop no and then (laughs) even he ends up calling calling the police station and that's when officer Mooney's like how strange did every is everybody in on the prank it's but even like, that isn't enough <laughs> no even that he's like whatever i guess i'll just keep kicking it here but
2: he does get his though and i am does. happy he gets his so badly he as well he does
1: and that's the one scene that i was mentioning mm, that i, I think thought it
2: was i thought it was
1: i think is the creepiest scene of of the whole movie is when the clown is using him as a the ventriloquist dummy Mm -hmm. and speaking through him is scary to me especially Uh, how he's like he's like we're just here to kill you all what (laughs) 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 what do you mean and then how he like pulls his hand out and goes, right just proceeds to
2: (laughs) slip his hand right out of man's back
1: And he drops to the floor. It's very, very, very unsettling to me. I do think that that is the one scene that slips into horror because it's just, there's something very, very upsetting about the fact that he's like, i don't know using his mind to control officer mooney's dead body and to finally kind of explain while they're there or why they're there and it's basically like oh we just want to kill everybody it's no big deal like
0: Mm -hmm. is that okay
1: (laughs) can you die or or what's the vibes but this is also the scene where we realize that to kill them you just have to puncture their clown noses
2: which i love that as being a weakness that's (laughs) very smart very fun
1: yeah and i love that they explode into confetti (laughs)
2: <laughs> it's so good it's very good. and like they used a little like spinny effect too <laughs> which i know they had like a mix of practical and vfx for that um it's a little dated but it still kind of holds up mm-hmm. and it's very fun to see it happen every time one of these clowns is defeated
1: yeah it's 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 a cool it's it works really well i think for the tone of the movie and it's really cool and it's like theatricality it's really over the top but it's 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 really satisfying because i do think that these clowns needed kind of a big bane, a big mm-hmm. bang like literally and figuratively yeah. when they go out and i just think that that's perfect because it keeps in that vein of never being too violent or gory or over excessive um while still being really fun and and campy and still getting across that they're dying an extravagant death but
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, yeah it's great luckily they have uh sharpshooter dave to be able to hit <laughs> basically every nose on every clown in this town but um also i want to mention in this first scene when they go to the police station mike and debbie mike is so extra like he why really did he is. why did he crash his car into another person's car and then he like has to jump over the hood of his car instead of going around when he gets out of the when he gets out of the driver's seat i was like you didn't even it didn't even it didn't ever have to be like that
2: (laughs) no no even if you're like terrified or scared or whatever you clearly have made some space between yourself and these clowns and you are also feet away from the safety of the police station you're good my guy
1: (laughs) and you were driving perfectly fine
2: until then
1: until you got there hopped the curb and slammed into some poor pedestrian's car (laughs) right in front of you.
2: (laughs) Though I do love all the car crashes in this film because like their car crashes, you can see that they happen, but you can also kind of see the lack of budget in some of them where they're like, they have to be kind of careful (laughs) with the stunt because they can't really afford to get another car. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So I do find that fun. It's most apparent, when the police car crashes into the back <laughs> yeah. of the ice cream truck.
1: The little tap, the gentle the little love, love tap. tap. And then the actor who plays Dave has to like throw thrust himself <laughs> into the dash to make it look like it was a little bit more of a hit than it was, but it's a very he obviously like is hitting the brakes <laughs>
0: right, before. right
1: before he comes into it. So that it can be just more of a little a little crunch than a, a full on crash.
2: Mm-hmm. but it's still <laughs> fun and it's still funny like even noticing it i'm like because of the nature of the film you don't really care like no. it's fun it it works for it and you're like ah, whatever yeah
1: you're like it's slide but okay <laughs> we've got to talk about dave debbie and mike
2: mm, okay let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about this little trio um the thruple the
1: thruple, the thruple. of the year <laughs>
2: I one of my favorite things is the fact that Dave just openly admits very quickly into this throuple that he still has feelings for Debbie. Dude, unapologetically, Dave
1: is so. I'm choosing Mike every day of the week. Like at, <laughs> Dave gets gets on my nerves because he has no tact and no respect <laughs> for <laughs> anyone. It's I have a couple I have a couple different things that I'm finding him for. And okay. I expect payment within the week. I'm okay, finding I'm finding him $250 for calling Debbie little Debbie.
2: Oh, true. True. How Definitely find him for dare that. Dare
1: you. How dare you refer to me <laughs> as a as a snack cake company <laughs> in front of my new beau. Like, relax. I'm fining him $500 for treating Debbie like a child and being like, either I put you in jail all night or you let me drop you off at home. I would have been like, put me in jail. (laughs) Lock (laughs) me up. Locked up, bitch. (laughs) Like, okay, then do it. And then I'm fining him $365 for telling Mike that, oh, well, I guess Debbie likes laughs more than she likes stability. Stability sir huh take
2: your l and go back to the station please and huh? thank you
1: excuse me and then i'm finding him three thousand dollars for kissing debbie on the forehead at the end of the movie <laughs> in front of mike <laughs> i was like why are you canoodling with her like she is now your girlfriend um, because Mike's the one who's been on this crazy adventure to save her from the balloon. You didn't even know what was going on. And like, right. yeah, you get your your little hero moment or whatever. That doesn't mean that you guys are dating again.
2: Exactly. Also, originally, your ass was supposed to die in that scene anyway. Right. But the producers wanted more of a happy ending. So you should have just taken what you got. Yeah. Instead of trying to get a little your bit more. life.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Let's be thankful for that life you're living. And maybe try and find a new girlfriend in a different town. And then I'm also going to go ahead and fine him $200 and 36 cents for getting for the fact that Debbie and Mike say, hey, people are dying, dude. Like there's a lot going on. And the first thing that he feels the need to bring up is the fact that mike and her were up at the top of the world <laughs> yeah i make out yeah i make out with other people yes i'm a sexual we're not being we're we not my boyfriend anymore <laughs> and yeah i'm making out with other people like dave move on i don't sure. know how long it's been but it's been long enough for me to move on and i'm gonna need you to move on as well that being said there was a little something something happening between the three of them by the end of this movie Mm. There's a little bit no, and I don't want to be presumptuous. I love a homie protecting a homie. Like
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'll ride for that all day. I love that. There's a couple. There's a couple touches. There are little. There's a couple grabs. There's a couple sweater pulls between okay. the three of them. There's a lot of hands on hands. Um. There's a certain. Hmm a certain feeling like we might all celebrate living tonight you know what i mean like i i, I don't know i, I could see it i could see it
2: <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i necessarily caught all of that i'll be i'll be real i don't know if i saw all of that however you know again it's the 80s. Free love, baby. I don't know. Whatever whatever works, works. But I don't necessarily hey. ship Dave back into this no. equation after hey. all of the things that he was doing throughout the film.
1: Agreed. If I'm going to be rooting for a polyamorous couple, Dave is not involved. He's <laughs> not in it. He's not. And you know what? I like the whole enemies to friends, pretend, right. potentially enemies to lovers. I, I, that's great. I love that shit. But um. Dave to me just was not the third for this couple. That's Fair. Dave is not you don't go out if you're going to go out and look for a third to join, you go to a bar, you lock eyes with the with the person at the end of the bar. It's not Dave. I can tell you that much <laughs> for free. You're not locking eyes with Dave just because and you know, he's not a bad
2: character. That, that's the thing. It's like <laughs> in this scenario He's not the best but like comparatively to mooney he is the breath of freshest air because like we needed an officer that would actually do something so like he does serve his purpose he does do his thing um and for that i do thank him i do
1: yeah i will i i give my accolades to dave for saving the day and for making sure that if nothing else mike and debbie would survive mm-hmm, go mm-hmm. on have a beautiful life whatever and you know dave is is helpful and he's not he's not a bad person even he's not like a bad guy or, or a shitty guy or what have you i just think in the confines of mike and debbie's relationship dave's a little bit of a roadblock that i'm <laughs> loving to get out of the way particularly like i said once we get to the end and dave has his arm around debbie mm-hmm like he's won the girl and in my head when did that happen <laughs> when did you win the girl like when did you when did you guys get back together were you when you were running through the doors <laughs> like when did this happen look
2: after clownzilla he was feeling a little big and bold and you know what i maybe can't necessarily blame him because he did take down one one of the big ones but Mm -hmm. Um, could we for a moment talk about one of the most unrealistic portions of this film which is the fact that the Terenzi brothers made it all the way to the end
1: the Terenzi brothers should have died (laughs) (laughs) they really should have it's I'm actually
2: happy that they made it to the end but I just don't believe that they made it to the end
1: it's like it's a fun moment the reveal that they were fine the whole time but they should have died. Like, I, we <laughs> so saw so many
2: times over. We
1: saw that ice cream truck ablaze. We get <laughs> just the suggestion that these clown women were absolutely tearing their asses up. And somehow, <laughs> by the end of it, the worst the Terenzi brothers get is they're covered in ice cream.
0: Mm hmm. And a like, little shaken up. <laughs> I,
2: I'm sorry, but I just have a hard time believing that the that the Terenzi brothers give it so good that these evil clowns from outer space decided, you know what, two of y'all, you get a pass for the evening. Mm-hmm. Y'all get to go home.
1: Yeah. Like, I just can't imagine. Ain't no way these Earth boys dicked those <laughs> outer space clowns down so good <laughs> that they were like. Y'all can leave. And also, too, how did they get from the ice cream truck into the other car? When did that? I, I, I have a hard time believing that Dave even had enough time to get right. from where he was into the car. Right. And I'm meant to believe that the Terenzi brothers escaped a flaming ice cream truck, circumnavigated an exploding giant clown, and hopped <laughs> into um, this little clown car before the ship exploded into fireworks.
2: You know what, the power of plot armor. Um, also, I th- this was like kind of a question, but like just something I was wondering is like, why is Debbie so special that she got the balloon treatment where everyone else got instant cotton candy?
1: Yeah, it it is definitely something in it because it. So we do n- realize that Debbie's not the only one who's been ballooned because there are other people in balloons. Okay. Um, fair. but it's hard to know why. <laughs> like, it's hard to know why certain people get ballooned, certain people get cotton candied, and then certain certain people just get killed. Like, yeah. outright. <laughs> yeah, like um, uh,
2: like Mr. Dumpster. Uh, yeah. Which that, that was actually a pretty. Uh, gruesome death out of all of them even though you don't see it the implications of that death are pretty scary
1: right honestly if i had to choose in this movie how how i wouldn't want to go yeah i think dumpster guy probably gets it the worst Mm -hmm. because not ideal not ideal to be taken out by a bunch of little baby clowns all chomping (laughs) out chomping all over you When you're just trying to take the trash out, that's another thing. I know he was pissed that he had to take the trash out at his burger joint job anyway. Like, in the middle of the night, he's, like, Uh. taking the trash out. He's probably like, oh, I just gotta do this, and then I can clean up, and then I can clock out. And next thing you
2: know... Don't, Don't let me get taken out on the clock, bro. That's the worst. That's the worst way to go.
1: I know. It would just be so upsetting. And, like... Ugh, yeah, I'd just be pissed. You know I, he was thinking, I, like,
2: I, I should have called out today. I shouldn't have gone in.
1: Oh, for sh- yeah, for sure. He was probably like, I knew this shit. I knew this fucking job was going to kill me. I knew it was. <laughs> I just didn't think this was going to be the way. But, yeah, dumpster. the dumpster death is, is probably the, <laughs> the worst one out of, out of all of them. Because, I mean, if I had to choose, if I couldn't be pied, if pie was mm-hmm. out of the question, I'd probably just want to be cotton candied it seems like it kills you
2: instantly right yeah or if not instantly like yeah pretty fast because did did anyone survive their cotton candy cocoon no right Mm -mm. no
1: and then we never get confirmation so it's implied with the balloon that eventually you'd run out of air so Mm. we never get confirmation if any other people survived balloon the balloon situation (coughs) because they don't have time to check other people they just have enough time to save debbie but yeah, I really don't know what the balloon, I mean, I guess that's why I'm wondering maybe the cotton candy is to liquefy them, but maybe the balloon is like to keep them whole and then okay. you could do something with that later. Like
2: So like those are the full meals while the cotton candies are just the beverages. The snacks. Sl- snacks and beverages.
1: Yeah, yeah maybe that's the situation because
2: i would like to see the clown menu to clarify but you know
1: yeah yeah i'd like to know the special of the day or some (laughs) shit because yeah it seems like you have two choices cotton candy like confection or balloon Balloon surprise yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) um another note i had was i'm very glad that they did the uh, clown car joke i would have felt i would have felt like something was missing if we didn't get at least like one clown car joke in this movie, mm,
1: that's yeah, no, that's very fair. They basically hit every clown thing that they can. I I think <laughs> mm-hmm. like there's nothing. Once this movie is done, there's nothing where I'm like, oh, they really missed out on on that opportunity.
0: The it's, balloon dog. I was just about also. to say, like the balloon
1: animal, the little dog. Um, they have like the that hammer. The, uh, like, yeah. Comically the, like, large hammer, which mm-hmm. we unfortunately don't get to see in action, but it is implied.
2: True, true. Um,
1: and like the the fun house, and mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't really think that there is the the,
2: the, oh, water, the water the water flower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They hit they hit pretty much the whole gambit of like clown stereotypes. I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so by the end of it, you're like, yeah. Yeah, they were de- those were clowns. <laughs> those were clowns for sure. Um, but as far as the, another thing with Debbie, mm-hmm. though, too, is it's it's interesting because it feels like they specifically go back for Debbie. Right. Like even with the, even with Officer Mooney when he's like, "Who was that young girl you were with last night?" It's like y'all are kind of. Sp- Y'all are kind of stuck on Debbie. And I don't know if it's just because she saw. They know that she saw the the tent and stuff. But I don't feel like they're checking for Mike in the same no. way that they're checking for Debbie.
2: No, it was kind of like that, like King Kong syndrome where he just like he sees he sees the woman. and He's like, that's the one. That's what I'm going after. Except it's the mm-hmm. collective clown mind all being like, we are all going <laughs> clown mind. for Debbie. <laughs> But they had they had the whole crew come out to get her Mm -hmm. like everybody else got the one and done, got like one little scout to go get them. They had the entire clown car surround her house, enter her house. They even got the babies coming out of the toilet to try and get this Mm -hmm. girl. So like something about Debbie was very special to them. And I don't know if it was ever clarified as to why.
1: Right. They just yeah, they really were on. I'm like, unless it's because she had the popcorn babies and they were just they just were going back for them but then also took debbie which i don't know why she still had popcorn on her clothes and mike didn't have popcorn on his clothes but maybe they were going for the popcorn babies i do love uh it's oh one of my favorite parts though of this movie is when she goes to jump out of the window and they're all holding the, oh, little, the,
2: impact, the, <laughs> the little trampoline. trampoline for her. yeah it's so good
1: <laughs> it's so good but um we also <laughs> i also very much appreciate the um bike scene
2: oh with yeah the <laughs> <laughs> with jojo punching homeboy's head off
1: yeah and i like the black guy who goes damn <laughs> <laughs>
2: You know, we, we was out here in this movie. My man's was our full on race representative, yes. but he had at least like two or three lines and seemingly was the only black person for several miles and state lines. So, you know, yeah. we'll, we'll take what we can get he, in the 80s, I suppose.
1: He got some moments and who knows, maybe he got away. We don't see him get Get a uh, cat. We don't see the rest of the bike gang.
2: That's true. Get
1: captured. They just kind of ride away. <laughs>
2: that is. That is the other flip side. Is he was the only black guy, but of course he was in the bike gang. But you know what? Right. We won't harp on that too much. Again, of it's course, the eighties.
1: He was bullying our our <laughs> little baby clown, but yeah he definitely did get some lines because like i said a lot of the side characters as we're watching them get taken out only a select few of them actually say things most of them are reactionary Mm -hmm. but he is one of those ones where he gets they get kind of a whole scene for that that whole section but it's weird as far as the i don't know i go back and forth with this because I love this. I love so much about this movie. But every time I watch it, I kind of feel like the Terenzi brothers being in the final act is I flip flop between liking it and not liking it.
2: That's that's so fair, because like by them being there, it really it makes things a lot kookier, a lot less believable. And I feel like it takes away from some of the tension and some of the stress of it. Mm-hmm. Um, because like if it was just the three of them trying to escape this funhouse, I think it'd be a lot more tense. But because you know that those two are also running around, I don't know, it just does something to the ending bit that like waters it down.
1: OK, yeah, I can I can see what what you mean um, and where you're coming from. But I I don't even I don't mind that at all. I don't mind that this movie is kooky and silly and ridiculous. I think that's pretty fitting in line for how it's been the rest of the way. But it's weird. It's like I, I just don't find the Terenzi brothers that funny mm-hmm. to me there. I don't. Really, I don't mind their whole little side plot and the whole thing with like the ice cream truck. I don't mind it, but I just feel like a lot of that last half is kind of them not taking anything seriously and not really believing anything that's happening. Yeah. And then, and them having these like snappy little one liners that are just okay. I think the only bit that I really like with them is when they fall into the pit with the clown ladies and they're like, Are you. Like, are you Debbie's roommate? I I think that's the (laughs) only part that I'm like, yeah, that was like, that was worth it because it's a callback to an earlier line that you kind of forgot about. And I like that that moment is in there. But
2: I kind of just wish that that was their last lines, though, because like
1: (laughs) we never saw them and
2: we never saw them again, because I feel like if they died by theoretical clown snoo snoo, it would be a perfect ending for them because that's their whole MO for the entire film. Um, mm-hmm. Though I do I do remember, like, hearing in, like, an interview that a lot of these characters were based off of people that they knew in real life. So perhaps, like, the Terenzi brothers were um, representative of people who were special to to mm-hmm. the, uh, the Kyoto brothers. So they, you know, wanted to keep them around for the entire time. I understand and respect that. But, like, it does have a very... A palpable effect to the ending portion.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and like I said, I don't mind the. Ter- I like the Trenzi brothers in the film, and I like the moments with them. I even like the ice cream car chase mm-hmm. and have the ridiculousness of I can't make this go any faster. It's an ice cream truck. <laughs> like I I like all of that, but then I just feel like them going into the fun house with them am kind of just slows things down a little bit for me because I kind of wish it was just Debbie, Mike and Dave. Now, obviously the Terenzi brothers are the thing that saves them for a minute. Right. And so you do need that a little bit, but even if they had stayed out in the ice cream truck and let just, um Mike and Dave go inside and then the next time we saw them was them driving like, the truck riding in. into yeah. the into the thing and doing that whole like pretending to be the clown thing. I wouldn't have I wouldn't have even minded that. Mm-hmm. It's it's like it's weird cuz it's such a small thing. It's it's yeah. because even if they'd cut out what I just said, was that like 3 minutes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a couple of minutes, but I just find every time you get to that end bit, then I'm always like why are the drenzy brothers here? <laughs> I don't know. A part of me also always wishes that the Terenzi brothers, when they came back in, they had the clown women in their car. <laughs>
2: that would be pretty funny. Or if they popped out of the back, like the women did in the beginning, with like, <laughs> ice, like yeah. ice cream pops or something like that. Yeah. That'd be kind of funny. Um, yeah. I My thing with the Terenzi brothers is like, the things that I feel like I'm picking at now, I probably wouldn't ever again for like subsequent watches. I just feel mm-hmm. like for like a first time through, first time experiencing the story that's something that stood out to me but now that I know to expect it like it's mm. part of the it's part of the fun of things right like it's, it's part of the entire journey um it's just like yeah you now it, it's the Terenzi brothers
1: yeah, yeah it's like I get it. I know why they're here but boy boy would I have left them in the truck personally. <laughs> as a personal choice I would have left them in the parking lot but That's just me. That's just me being me or whatever. Um, But I think as a whole, too, one thing that I like about this movie is it's like a small town movie, but it doesn't feel like a small town. It's weird. I think it strikes a pretty good balance between having that small town feel and charm, but also having a setting that does feel a little bit bigger Mm -hmm. and... I think as a result, it makes for a really fun ipe idea of like oh we're gonna have so we're gonna get to see a lot of moments of people getting taken out and all these different things happening but also still have this feeling of like oh there's much more ground to cover Mm -hmm. because uh, for a lot of the backdrop of this and like the times that you just see them riding around the town it looks looks like a city and it looks kind of like a you know like it maybe is possibly bigger but everything else about it gives you that kind of small town feel Mm -hmm. so so i i like the way that that's that's balanced in in this movie and i think that that also kind of really gives you the feeling like i said by the end of it that there's a lot of people that these <laughs> clowns have managed to get and they've been working they've been working for the weekend mm-hmm. basically all night long and also, too, it's like, well, damn, that town, that's the end of that town for sure. Yeah.
2: Another town <laughs> you could just wipe off the map. Mm-hmm. Um, though the clown parade, very fun. I actually very much enjoyed that scene. <laughs> yeah,
1: I did, too. I thought that that was really fun. That And then that guy who was, like, hiding under the car <laughs> and tried <laughs> to make a run it. for it. I was like, I probably would have held out a little bit longer. A
2: little bit longer, yeah. Could have put some space.
1: Yeah, just a skosh. Just skosh longer but like yeah I don't know moments like that just work really really well in this movie and I think design wise and just atmosphere works really well for this it's but like I said it's weird because it doesn't have that same like small town feel that I would say like the blob or Mm. even Slither has It, it doesn't quite have that same feeling to me but It's just enough where I believe, oh yeah, these people came to this town and they really kind of have to bring in reinforcements for it, but also enough of, I believe that there's enough people in this town that they're like busting through, busting through these doors and really taking people out. Oh, also too, though, there is going to be a Killer Clowns from Outer Space video game.
2: Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. We, I think we may have watched the trailer for that now on stream way
1: back when. Yeah, let me actually double check the release date from that for that. Because that is one that I makes a lot of sense to be fair to it have does. a video game.
2: And they also recently um here in LA, they had Killer clowns from Outer Space at Universal Studios for Horror Nights um oh. last year back in 2022. So that was also pretty cool. I didn't get to see it, but I heard that that section was very fun.
1: Mm, I could see, I think that would be really fun. It's, I mean, it's like the perfect because of how specific it is aesthetically. It's kind of perfect to have like a little house or a maze or Mm -hmm. something like that. And I think that would be perfect to kind of, if you don't want to do the scarier ones, like for kids and things, I feel like that sort of a thing would be perfect. Yeah. It just says early 2023.
2: So, uh, I mean, we're a little bit into the early, but perhaps there's still hope.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) nothing set in stone yet, but it looks like it's going to be multiplayer. um, And it looks like it'll be available on Steam, Xbox, and PS5, PS4. Okay, okay. So, yeah. That'll be one to look out for if. If that strikes your fancy, I'm definitely excited for it. That's Mm -hmm. something that I want to I want to try out, especially after rewatching this movie. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So that being said, Mm -hmm. what are we rating this out of?
2: All right. We got body balloons. Body uh,
1: balloons. We've got cotton candy. Cocktails.
2: Cocktails.
1: Cocktails. Ooh, that sounds eh? good. I've had a cotton candy cocktail before. It was very good.
2: Ooh, okay. You want to you wanna do that?
1: Let's do it. Yeah. Oh, but speaking of cotton candy cocoons, I'm going to yes. put this out here in the hopes of maybe someone hearing this and telling me what the fuck's up. For the longest time, I have this dull, aching memory in the back of my mind <laughs> of a movie or a TV show that I watched when I was a little kid about kids being taken and put in like booger cocoons kind of and that's the only thing that I can remember but if that's striking a memory for anybody else and you guys a just know that you've watched something like that or b remember what it was called please please tell me because it's like it's bothered me it's really has bothered me forever i'll just think about it randomly and i just remember it was kids and they would get captured and they'd be put into these like cocoon these little balls that look like boogers
2: and then they were all
1: like hanging in this room
2: i feel like you're like tickling a long-term memory i feel like it might be disney related Maybe. maybe
1: maybe but um, let me tell you i've been scouring the web <laughs> trying to figure out what it is i've put in every like different sequence of words you can imagine oh, into God. google <laughs> i don't
2: know your I, search history then.
1: <laughs> don't worry about it it was on the, pri- <laughs> the private web browser <laughs> um and i haven't found anything but if that's ringing a bell for anybody Dead ass reach out to me because <laughs> I'm really worried I, it's really it's really bugging me um but that being said back to cotton mm-hmm. candy cocktails <laughs>
2: all right let's do it uh, why don't you go first veteran let me let me hear it what okay. you got
1: I am going to give killer clowns from outer space I'm gonna give it four point eight okay. cotton candy cocktails. I just think this movie is a lot of fun. I think it's silly it's wacky it's goofy. But it's so well done because practically I think it's a great like I just think Everything that they were able to do with the clowns and even just the setting, I just feel like works so wonderfully for the film. And it's like striking imagery. It's the kind of Mm -hmm. stuff that visually you're like, I remember that. I remember how these clowns look. I remember what the ship looks like. I remember these deaths. Like these deaths are so creative and they're done very well. It's Mm -hmm. definitely melodramatic and over the top. But I think because it is, That's why it's so much fun because Mm -hmm. of that melodrama. And I always have such a great time when I watch this movie. I think the only thing that prevents it from being a five out of five is it really is just that last little bit when they're when they're going to rescue Debbie with the Terenzi brothers, that honestly is just not my favorite. Like, I just, <laughs> yeah, I just, every time it gets to that point, my attention starts to waver a little bit. And then I'll pop back in once they've gotten Debbie back and they're kind of doing the chase sequence because it's so interesting again. And they're <laughs> utilizing the set again. But yeah, that's the only reason that it's not a total five out of five for me. But 4.8 cotton candy cocktails out of five
2: very nice um I, I think i'm in the same spot honestly i was like in between like 4.7 4.8 but i'll give it a 4.8 um mostly because like with our previous metrics there's not really a lot i would change about this film even things that bug me um i still wouldn't really touch anything in this movie because i think in the state that it's in it's just a it's it's a fun ride it's enjoyable um i agree with you that a lot of the imagery is very memorable i think the creativity of this film is very very good and as somebody who like i said earlier i'm not really checking for clowns for the most part um i will definitely watch this movie again uh just for the pure pleasure of watching a fun film that is slightly horror adjacent you know and like it's It's one of those films that it took me a while to get to. Now that I've seen it, I'm happy that I have. And I can definitely and will definitely recommend it to other people. So uh, 4.8 out of 5 cotton candy cocktails.
1: Nice. Well, there you have it, homies. That is our breakdown on killer clowns from outer space. What do you guys think of this movie? You can let us know on our social media. We are homies of horror on everything. Or if you prefer, you can always talk to us in our Discord. Like I said earlier, come through, chit chat with us more in depth, but also be part of the Discord Decides of the Future. If that sounds good to you, then the link for that is in our social media bio. And if you would like to email us, you can at homiesofhorror at gmail.com. You can email us requests, recommendations, and business inquiries. And if you're listening to this on the day that it comes out, that means it's Monday. And that means that we're streaming on Twitch tonight. Twitch is where we play spooky games with the homies and hang out. So if you'd like to come through and say hello, we'd love to see you. The link for that is also in our social media bios. And last but never least, if you are so inclined, we would very much appreciate it if you would leave us a rating or review. Uh, You can do both on Apple Podcast. The more that we get, the better. It recommends our show to more listeners, and we just like to hear what you guys are thinking. So if you have an Apple account and haven't done that, we'd love for you to. Or if you're listening over on Spotify, you can rate us by simply going to our name, looking underneath that. You'll see some stars. Go ahead and click our rating on there, and we would also appreciate that but that is it for us and we are done clowning around and we will be (laughs) seeing you guys next time
2: catch you next time homies
1: bye what's that crashing down a big estrix only oh jesus christ make a noise all you really want to do is destroy fuck i messed that part up damn 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 fuck it (laughs) Oh, <laughs>